Shit, you you remix the fuck out of that one. Yo, this man had a he had a life set planned out. <laughs> hey, man, we're scratching the ones and twos. <laughs> Yo, what up, everybody? Y'all know who he is. Y'all heard the DJ Sputter McGee on the ones and twos. Yes, yes, yes. We are the yeah. Buds and Sports, bringing you a very, very special episode. Not only is it the end of the football season, but the Buds and Sports have made it through one full first season on yeah. our podcast of football. Yes, sir. We should have through the whole season and... Before we get into it, um, you know how the NFL does their NFL honors. They give out awards. Where here on the Button Sports, we have a couple awards to give out. Oh, you got some awards oh. to give out? Fuck. Oh, we got some oh, awards to man. give out. Let's get it started. With the first award for the best DraftKings year, we have Mr. Francis. Oh, shit. I didn't know we were having an award ceremony. Congratulations, buddy. You won 5000 hey. You had the best year out of all of us. Yeah, hopefully you know, I, we got. Ho- hopefully we all get a bag next season. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You know we got another award coming for uh, most uh, persistent out of the group. Definitely goes to Spuddy. He's always on top of it. You know what I'm saying, making sure we get our times and scheduling right. Congratulations, Spuddy. <laughs> 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was we have a, I wasn't expecting a word today. Speech, speech. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, right. You don't want a speech, my guy. <laughs> Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> we have a war for whose team with the furthest in the playoffs. Francis, fuck. <laughs> hey, I'm going home with two of them things today. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, everybody, you know we having fun here on the Buds and Sports channel. Thank you guys for tuning with us for every football episode this year, whether it be fantasy, recap, news, whatever it may be. And we're going to be coming even harder next year on the season. You already know. You're going to see our faces. Dougie, you didn't yes. have an award for yourself? Uh, huh? You didn't have an award for yourself? Uh, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to. I made the awards. I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> Give yourself an award. Give yourself an award. Fine. For the hostess with the mostest, you already know who it is. It's your boy, Dougie. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> And our war show was also a little introduction. You guys know who the buds are. I got Francis. I got Spuddy. I'm Dougie. And this is the Super Bowl Recap. Super Bowl. Super Bowl Recap. Let's get it. People people keep saying this is like one of the best Super Bowls we had in a couple of years. You guys agree with that? No. Hell no. Okay. Okay. Um, Just making sure. Look, it was it wasn't a terrible Super Bowl, but like no, I this is a, this is the first time I'm hearing those claims, and I wholeheartedly disagree. Yeah, I've actually heard a couple. <laughs> uh, actually, the full okay. Let me rephrase it. The full claims were this was the great, this was the best postseason 
we had, like, including the Super Bowl, like the whole like playoffs and Super Bowl. This was the best postseason we. I can agree with that one. I can agree with that one. Yeah, I I, I can agree with that. Postseason, yeah, yeah. If you're talking about the whole postseason, then I can agree with that statement too. All All right. Um. So yeah, let's hop into this thing, boys. What do you guys think of the Super Bowl? I'll give it the Super Bowl grade, though. I give this Super Bowl a B overall. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a. I feel good about that. Not a plus, not a minus, just a B. It's just a, a B. It's a B. Eighty-five. It had its slow moments in the like the third quarter. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably the that was probably the slowest part of the game, right there, because. Um, that's when the sacks were happening on Joe Burrow and LA really couldn't do nothing because o- OBJ was out. Oh uh, yeah, the OB- I I think OBJ being out kind of might have saved uh, the Bengals a little bit because I feel like if OBJ played the full game, I think um, Rams would have been able to blow it up, like the score up a little right. more than what they did. It could have easily been like thirty twenty thirty three twenty. Yeah, because with yeah. OBJ, uh, you're able to cover Cooper Cup a little more, even though they didn't. <laughs> until until you couldn't, until, yeah, until, until Eli couldn't. Apple lined up. Yeah, yeah, the last drive was terrible um, Were the Bengals' defense. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, so, so Rams, the good thing that the Rams did was they were able to put up points in every single quarter of the game, yes. right? Uh, mm-hmm. Bengals... Almost, you can almost say the same for the Bengals, except for the fourth quarter where they goosed it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I heard them. And starting for, starting in the third quarter, uh, I would say probably halfway through, there was seven punts in a row. Yeah. So Bengals punted L.A., then Bengals, then L.A., Bengals, L.A., Bengals. That was the um, slow part. That was the slow part of the. That was the slow. So the, the, right. So before the go ahead touchdown from the Rams, which. That play, that uh, drive, it says it was 19 plays, which is crazy. I don't remember yeah, it being it was, that it was, oh, it, it was. It was. I, I remember it being it kind was, of a long hey, drive. It was the penalties oh. what, what really made that drive super long. I see. Okay. But it's it says 19 plays, but total time, 4 minutes and 48 seconds. That's what's crazy. I don't understand that. Because of the, but anyways. The, the penalties would stop the time. All that, oh, that. okay. That, that's okay. Why it, it was only four minutes. I see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right before that go ahead touchdown, there was seven consecutive punts uh, split. Be- you know, between the two teams. So that was the slow part of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, you kind of got like right when Bengals punted it, right? Because the the last punt that they did before the Rams scored the go ahead touchdown. Bengals were kind of driving. Mm-hmm. They kind it, it it seemed like they were gonna be able to drive, burn the clock, and ice the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but eight plays in, uh, they weren't able to convert uh, a, a third down, and yeah, they they ended up punting it away. And in that moment, I was like, great! Now the Rams have the chance now to to drain the clock mm-hmm. and and go yeah. ahead. And so, yeah, that's when uh, that whole final drive was Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That is it. McVeigh said, I can't trust anyone else. 
our run game is not there at all. Uh, no, no Odell Beckham. Oda, Odell Beckham's gone. I am gonna empty the the Cooper Cup playbook, and I'm calling every single one. <laughs> so anytime Eli Apple's lined up against them, I don't yeah. care. I'm just I don't care what play you're running. Just hit Cooper. <laughs> He'll be open. So I was watching some coverage, like about a lot of people explaining the last drive, and yeah, they they basically said the. Bengals basically fumbled the fuck out of that whole last drive. Yeah, they did. Because um, a lot of them are saying that they went in zone coverage on the last. The, 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 that was the defense that they the Bengals went with basically most of the drive, which allowed Cooper Cup to do Cooper Cup things. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't try to um, double team, double team him and like rely on Van Jefferson to try to, you know, um, make a play right. or you know a couple of the other receivers to make a play because um who else really made plays other than cooper cup and o- obj when it came to that? nobody no, nobody no one i know henderson yeah. had had some interesting throws but also um he did um drop a few too like one or two mm-hmm. so he it, there was kind of some shakiness there but yeah, like them going in zone coverage really bit them in the ass because they were able just to you know chop up the defense and on that 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 Cooper Cup touchdown for the for the go ahead, everyone was like, why didn't they double Cooper Cup in the end zone? Everyone knew it was going to him. Why just do one on one? What make someone yeah. make someone yeah. make someone else do the one on one touchdown that other than Cooper Cup? Yeah, no, that's what Not- really kind of like pissed me off about the Bengals was like, bro, OB, OBJ's out. So they're, they, they, on offense, they have two threats OBJ and Cooper Cup. One of them went out. So you only have Cooper Cup. I don't care. Make anybody else beat you. I don't give a, I don't care if the game ends and Van Jefferson has 200 yards. I don't care. You didn't lose to their best player. Like mm-hmm. you take out their best player. That's what they do in basketball. Don't lose. Don't lose to by LeBron. I know it's hard to stop LeBron, but I'm saying like you, fo- that's your focus. If you, if you get, if you let, um, Malik Monk hit like have a game, fine. I'll take that. You know what I mean? But we didn't lose to their best player. Yeah. You got to slow down your best. Yeah. You got to slow down the best player because if the best player does all the things, they're gonna win. And two touchdowns uh, for Cooper Cup mm-hmm. developed the win. Yeah. Right. Well, going back to that final play, the the that it upsetted me too because the play right before that, Eli Apple was lined up against Cup, and he he had to pi right. Mm-hmm. He had a pi or cut or Cup was gonna eat him up. Mm-hmm. But um. He he then and then the very next play they lined Apple up again yeah. on Cup right up right after he did that like that, the yeah. thing is he got he he got beat at takeoff like right right at the line it's not mm-hmm. like Cooper Cup like you know eventually sprinted out sprinted him or anything right at the line the first move that Cup was doing on him he was getting eight mm-hmm. so why did you line him up again one on one no help. Yeah. Like, why did you run that back? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that. Like right away, I already knew right from the get go. I'm like, oh, it it's gonna be an out route to the end zone. Sure enough, that's yeah. what it was. Oh yeah, that's, like, that's, that's a specialty. <laughs> I was just like, it was. Like, I don't know. It's like a part of me felt like, bro, you should have just jumped that shit. 
like you shouldn't even yeah. like you didn't even you shouldn't even like really like followed him. You are you should have just went in place because you, you already know where it's going. You already know where it's going. Yeah, that that. Go ahead, Dougie. Go ahead. Um, my thing is this game. This game was the Rams won the game, but like slightly. I want like because I don't like to say like a team lost the game because I feel like that discredits the winner. But like this game was hella winnable for the Bengals. Like I think they made several mistakes that I did not like that they did. Like including mm-hmm. the the their final drive and then the Rams' final drive on offense and defense. They did things that mm-hmm. was just well, not really mm-hmm. necessarily things they did because on their drive when they had the ball, it was just a matter of. Tyler Boyd dropping the ball, who never drops the ball all of a sudden, like in the biggest game ever, yeah. drop the ball, like you know, yep. like because if he catches mm-hmm. that ball and they get the first down, like I don't know. And then when they bring up when they bring up stats, you know, it's always the curse of them. Oh, this guy's perfect. Don't 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 be saying they're high percentage because they're gonna drop yeah. it because you, <laughs> no. Well, that's what I said. Like streaks are streaks, and every streak ends. So when the streak is like super hot. That, that you you got to worry about it because eventually, I mean, they're gonna mess up eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. And then in the the beginning of the game, I did not like when um, Zach Taylor went for it on fourth and one. I think on their own like fifty or something like that. Like, I didn't like that because like, okay, you're giving them a short field, and sure enough, they went right down and scored. You know what I mean? Like, if you give them the full field, you know, yeah. like. I'm not saying they wouldn't score, but you know, you're making them work for it way more than being already at the fifty. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't like that either. But I also didn't like the play call on that one. Yeah, same. And they went with, with Perrine a couple times where I was like, "Why are you going with this dude yeah. right here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was Perrine, but they said that Perrine was, was. two forty, and I'm like, this makes it worse for him. Like, he's two forty and couldn't get a first down in the final drive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But Perrine carried it twice and couldn't record one yard on his stat sheet. Yeah. Joe that- Mixon. Joe Mixon got it fifteen times when it was averaging almost five yards a carry. Yeah. So I don't know why they did that. I don't know. I honestly think Joe Mixon should have at least gotten three to five more touches in this game. Oh yeah. Same. Um, Joe Mixon should have more touches. He should have got to twenty if he's running that effectively. Um, and he should have been in the final drive. And he yes. should have been in the final drive. So it makes you question what the like, and the fact that you know no reports came out that he was injured or anything like that. Then mm-hmm. it it really does look like it was a coach's decision, which makes even less sense. Yeah. in a big super in a big game like that. Exactly. You I know, like so. sometimes coaches like out coach themselves in games. They do. You know, they they want to they want to be like, okay, I know this is the meta and he's having a good game, but you know, they, they'll be expecting that like no, just yeah. stick to what's work. If Joe if your running game is working, let it work, especially in that situation with the time like you run out clock in mm-hmm. get yardage. Like one more one, hey. one more you want. Like <laughs> and you're right, Dougie, cuz like what did McVay do? He didn't give a fuck. He didn't say, "Oh, they know. They know what's going to cup." I'm just not. I'm not going to call his number. Still mm-hmm. got targeted ten, ten times, and in the end, he won the game for you. Yeah, he said. He said he's my best player, and this, is, yeah. this is what we be doing all season. So mm-hmm. why stop now? <laughs> why why stop now? Why why try to switch it up now? And I get it. I get trying to be creative. I get trying to be unpredictable. But there are better ways to do it. Yeah, not right. like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I was gonna say uh, I think this game. This game really came down to what everybody kind of predicted, which was Bengals O line versus Rams D line, and whoever the person who lost the Bengals game was whoever mushed Donald Aaron Donald's face on the sidelines and woke his ass up (laughs) because I know that pissed him off. And then after that, literally after that, he he started like wrecking. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. like, uh, did that, you, you hey, don't hey, up, hey, your boy, your boy Chris Collinsworth said that too. Yeah, because that's mm-hmm. a, that's a, I, yeah. I I I knew it. I was like, oh, if there's one person you don't want to get hyped in that extra oomph, it's Aaron Donald. <laughs> Aaron Donald, and and it's it's actually crazy how you watch the end of the Niners uh, NFC Championship game, uh, and then the, watch the end of the Super Bowl. It ended the same way. Aaron, mm-hmm. Aaron Donald make. Aaron Donald making the play and yeah. and both both quarterbacks just trying to chuck a duck. <laughs> hey, I feel like if Kareem would have dove on that though, he might have had a chance. Yeah, he he, he would have had a chance. He would have. He might have. But I think there was also extra motivation for Aaron Donald. Um, there's been talks that he's been wanting to retire. He he's been wanting to get that Super Bowl ring so he can retire. Mm-hmm. And he's only fit it. on that on the parade today. They said run it back. And he said I. Right. <laughs> uh, I think he was drinking a lot. They're all wasted. Come on now. <laughs> but, but I think I think it's more fifty fifty than he made it sound. I think he was just kind of in the moment. But it's 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 more because he he does have a family and uh, he kind of cited this this conversation that he had with his daughter when she was like five years old and. I, I don't know if it's something like she just wants more time with him and she vocally said that. And so he just said, okay, like, let, let me win a championship. Yeah. Let me win a championship and I'll be done. Um, so there's rumors with Aaron Donald, uh, contemplating retirement. There's rumors that McVay, Sean McVay is contemplating, uh, retirement. Crazy. And so nah. we'll, we'll see, we'll see how those things play out. Um, but congrats to the Rams. Um, I, I picked them to win and, and yeah, in the end, the, the, the matchup in the trenches is what made all the difference. Like it's crazy because we, we talk about the Jamar chase and the O-line situation. And in that one play, the O-line let them down. Jamar chase was wide open. He did burn Ramsey, the, one of the top corners in the league, mm. but the line did not give Burrow enough chance, uh, enough time. Yeah. No. Nope. All he needed um, was an extra second. All he needed was one more second. One more second. One more. One more. Um, but. I do want to say all my Matthew Stafford slander. I'm gonna take back. You know, you, you <laughs> proved in yourself this playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's 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 been clutch. You know what I'm saying? Every besides the Cardinals game with the blowout, every against the Niners, I mean against Bucks against the Niners, and then this game, the Super Bowl, like he's had a game-winning drive, like with a little oh. time left, and he's mm-hmm. gotten done and throw and been throwing hot dots the whole last drive. Like no I, I, I equate Stafford to the modern-day Brett Favre, um, because. He's gonna. He throws interceptions. He's gonna throw them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He. That's just who he is. But also, when you look at the career that he had it with the Lions, he did have a lot of uh, game-winning drives mm-hmm. there. So mm-hmm. he he can he can be clutch too. He can he can dot him up when it matters most. But Matthew Stafford will always need 
a top 10 defense to be successful Mm -hmm. because they have to make up for the the turnovers that he's going to cause. Now you you give him a top 10 defense that, Hey, these, these turnovers aren't going to kill us because we'll, we'll be able to stop them or limit their points to, from touchdowns to at least field goals. Mm-hmm. Um, then eventually, then eventually you put Stafford in a spot where he has to be clutch. He he'll do it. Yeah. Um, but, but the game can't get out of reach from you. And so, yeah. Um, if, if Stafford's defense ever falls out of the top 10, he'll probably lose more games than yeah. he wins. Yeah. Defense and a little luck. Cause let's be real. That Niner game, he had a little luck. Cause if, if Tart or whatever the boy's name is, doesn't drop that. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> we could be talking about a whole different... <laughs> right, right. But, hey, that's the way it went. And Stafford's a champion now. Detroit yeah. feels like... Detroit, with Stafford winning and Eminem performing at the halftime show, Detroit feels like this This was for them when it wasn't. <laughs> it, it just makes them look a little more garb. Makes them look a little more garb. Look, two things were confirmed. <laughs> Detroit's garb, golf is garb, and now they're together being garb. So. And, and now they're together being dumpster fire. So Being, being garb. So. <laughs> um, exactly. Speaking of the halftime, real quick, what, um, what were you guys' thoughts on the halftime? It was West Coast. It was West Coast greatness. I mean... Um, I mean, I thought it was the great. Half, the halftime show was basically, hey, this is what LA is like, you know? Yeah. I'll set mm-hmm. on stage. Like, thing is, I bet you some people are like, it was cool, but th- that's probably what they thought about it. But at the same time, like, you don't know that this, how LA, how this LA halftime show, it was very much culturized. It, it made you feel this is what it's like to be in LA and every other day, you know, I'm like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. They, they were sea walking, choreographed sea yeah. walking. Oh yeah. Sea walking yeah. Every chance he got. <laughs> yeah. They, they choreographed all the dancers, the sea walk. God damn it. On national. Like Snoop, Snoop was said crip like two times, like crip. Yeah, <laughs> hey, his C's were extra big that day. Extra big, bro. I would have. He was in all blue. I would have. I would have. And I heard somebody say this, and I was like, I hundred percent agree. I would have swapped out Fifty Cent for like Ice Cube. I was Come just on, about bro. to say yeah, that. Like, give he us took Cube. That. <laughs> he took it right out of my head, bro. I was yeah. like, if there was anyone, I would have swapped out. It would have been Fifty. Oh, yeah, I, I think everyone agrees yeah. with that because it was one of the things like, oh, if these sets here, I mean, no one asked for you because you ain't L.A. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I understand you affiliated with M and, and Dre, Dre, but I still wasn't yeah. expecting you. Like, I barely yeah, accepted they, him because he ain't from the West either. But I was yeah, like, you know, it's yeah. him. It's him. That's just Dre's boy. All right. M gets the, <laughs> he brought honor- the homies. He, he has the honorary... Um, West Coast badge on him, like he wears yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I just proud. I just, I, I love that that K Dot came out and was part of the show. At least, at least, yeah, I wish we would have got more. Leave him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That but was, I was, I was, was really good. hoping they did um the song they have together. Um, the recipe, yeah, the recipe. There we go. I wish the they did that song. Like that's a banger right there, bro. They had to fit Man. ten minutes. That I mean, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I wish it was that's longer. that's the thing. I wish it was about five minutes longer. Yeah, and I I yeah. feel like it would have felt complete, more complete. But 
like at the end you just kind of got left wanting like one or two more songs yeah yeah you know but got, it was uh, I, okay, go ahead. no i was just gonna say i think i think for me at least it was a top five halftime show for me well, i could i could rewatch it um, I was just going to say, uh, I like how Shooter McPherson was like, hey, I know my job. I can sit out here and watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shooter McPherson. I know my job and I do it well. <laughs> hey, that man was vibing. He's like, I came out here for a reason. I don't need to hear for the pet talk. I am the pet talk. <laughs> he said, y'all got here because of me. I can come out here and watch. <laughs> for real. For real. <laughs> Nah, it was cool. Like, I like how they had the overhead um, view of L.A., like, when the camera showed, like, the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was yeah. a nice little thing. Uh, the setup had had some L.A. type of uh, landmarks there. So it was cool. I, I fucked mm. with it. Like, when was the last time, I guess you could say, like, a halftime performance really represented the city as well like that? get what i mean yeah like like yeah, exactly like that's that's the thing like yeah like when they did had the super bowl in minneapolis they had prince out he's a native so it's cool but like and that went hard because it rained after when he was saying oh yeah 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 i'm not gonna lie it was hard but i'm just saying this one's it was special because it it put on a performance of what la is you know oh yeah no it was that, definitely that, like, that, that that was the big thing like when you sometimes you get half a halftime performance and it has they have no rhyme or reason with the the venue or football or things like that you know this one is yeah. like oh we're in L.A. so we're gonna get L.A. performers and we're gonna put on the L.A. show so yeah no. yeah like the show made me like I said I I was rooting for Bengals but the the halftime show made me be like okay like if Rams win I won't be mad because right now with it mm. you know I'm all about the LA vibes Lakers Dodgers so I was like I ain't mad at it like <laughs> if Rams uh, win like it would kind of complete the whole like vibe like yeah yeah that yeah and that's what it did you know Just, you know whether uh-huh. whether if the Rams made it in or not you know that was what the vibe was gonna be no matter what yeah. so. I, I I enjoyed the halftime performance a lot, and apparently apparently a lot of the the dancers out there were also famous crumpers as well. Because um, oh really? Yeah, jo- yeah. Jordan was uh, was like pointing them out, like oh that's so and so, that's so and so. They really got some like famous crumpers out there. I'm like oh shit, really? That's crazy. I mean uh, shit, you know. Like, like I said, I I had to like uh, the people. It's a, it's L A. And then the people producing the show, they're not gonna allow for some mediocre shit there and it's yeah. and it's so far it's so far stadium too so it's the first halftime show at so far so I, I knew that yeah they they were gonna do something something great and i think it lived up to the hype in my opinion i think that i think the setup and the production the artists the you songs what, you know what uh, kind of no. upset me though yeah the crowd why? Yeah. I was I, you, if you looked at the crowds. I mean, obviously they're going to show close-ups of the famous people, but if you kind of had a glimpse of what what the crowd looked like, they had no connection of this shit. Because here's the reason why, and this comes into this big plot of mine. I'm like, the Super Bowl is full of rich people. Yeah, because it's the most expensive game of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, mm. I mean, to be honest, I I just saw some you know vanilla looking people out there. What yeah. is this gray shit? What is he talking about, Crip? Is he allowed to say this on TV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, because I, I just think of it. Let's just say, like, 
one thing to raise the prices because it's the Super Bowl. Second thing, allow a lot more. Like, if it was just Rams fans all up in there, man, that yeah. that like the you would have looked at the crowd and they would have been hyped and, as shit, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like like you mm-hmm. you, would, you would get the you would get the performance, the crowd, everything about about it. But since I I like I know you don't want to really pay attention to the crowd because they're not part of the performance, but you've kind of feel the energy through the crowd as well when, yeah. you know, that's going on. And I felt like, man, you know, it makes you upset when, um, like price gouging is a thing when it comes to yeah. the Super Bowl because yeah. they got to make their money. But at the same time, it's just so ridiculous that the average person can't enjoy it. And the average persons are the ones that really like would enjoy that, that Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, that, yeah, the average person the, is what is what fuels the league. So yeah, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some of those ticket prices, and I'm like, ah, yeah. for nosebleeds, <laughs> for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And you already know that you mm-hmm. know no average Joes are up in there. Unless, I don't know. Unless I mean, unless they won tickets or something. You know yeah, I, mean? it, like, I was about to. Say, I was about to say that. Unless yeah. you won some fucking tickets, ain't no average Joe up there. Unless you put, you're taking out your 401k for that shit. Yeah, but I say unless you're a Rams fan, you'd like fucking hey, take out second mortgages on the house, baby. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we going to the game. Real. But but th- I'll tell you this: there ain't that many fans are willing to do that though. That's that's the problem. Oh, no. that's the problem. You got to be yeah. diehard. Yeah. So I mean, I I feel like that's just a problem in general with the Super Bowls where. I just feel like there's yeah. there needs to be more of a a fans um, cater catering shit because I feel like with the NBA finals and even the World Series, yeah, the prices are up, but there's still a reasonable amount of fans there. Right. It's just with the NFL, it's one game, one showdown. What's it gonna be? You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's the the reason the. Part of the reason for it too is just that one big hurrah game. Whereas NBA, we got seven. Baseball, we got seven. You know? And and there's not no neutral site or you know random. Yeah, yeah, playing exactly. There, you know, so yeah. you know it's it's a little frustrating because I I feel like that also played with my like because I couldn't stop looking at the crowd as well when I was watching the halftime show. I'm like, it looks like half of them aren't even into it, and I'm like, that sucks because this is a great halftime show. I yeah, just, I just saw a bunch, I just saw a bunch of cell phones out. I think that's why it looked like that. Um, uh, I think, uh, I don't know because imagine trying to be into it, but also trying to record the perfect clip for the gram. Like you can't. You can't be dancing and, People, and vibing the like that. Live in <laughs> Gram over everything. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's what I saw when I saw when I looked into the crowd. It was a bunch of people with their cell phones out recording it. Yeah. Um, um, but also, I feel I also feel like a lot of the songs they played. It's like, how can you not know them and vibe? vibe to that yeah well yeah i go live with the eminem song when he played this eight mile song i'm like oh this is for the white people <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. i was like come on give us forgot about dre you started it just give it to us yeah, <laughs> just give, it, yeah. give me yeah. what i um, want really quick <laughs> back on the game um let me ask you guys rams Bengals. Who do you think makes it, like who has the better chance of making it back? Um, I need to see the off season moves because 
this Rams team isn't going to look the same. Um, it's, it's just, it's not going to look the same. There's a lot of guys that have to get paid. A lot of guys that are probably leaving the yep. Bengals. Yep, yep, yep. I feel like have more room to improve. Um, like they, they can address certain areas that will actually make them better. Yeah. So, but you know, this was kind of like a crazy run for them. I do have faith in Joe Burrow though. And, and a lot of those pieces on, on offense. So I think the Bengals are going to be contenders, but like I said, um, AFC is, is really strong and any team trying to make it to the Super Bowl out of the AFC side is, He's going to be in a lot of tough, close games. So um, I think Bengals will stay contenders. I think Rams will, will stay pretty relevant, but I don't I don't see the Rams going back-to-back. I just don't. Not the way their team is set up with, with the salary cap and everything else. Yeah, they're, they're um, going to be asking a lot of cuts. I agree with you, though. I, um, if I had to choose one that, like, who I would think has a better shot of going back, like even without seeing the offseason moves, I'll just pick the Rams just because the NFC is a little weaker compared to the AFC right now. The AFC got yeah. some gunslingers out there, especially oh, yeah. if Rodgers ends up going to the AFC. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough road Oof. over there. <laughs> tough. I mean, tough. I tough. Mean, I mean, the Rams are gonna be losing Whiteworth. Whitworth. Yeah, they're basically mm-hmm. old ass um, tackle and, center. That's a big piece and honestly. I, I think OBJ considers retiring too. I think that's another player that, that is going to contemplate retiring. He tore his ACL, the same one. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, he, uh, and if he does come back, he's he's not playing next season. No, no. If he started rehab this week, if he starts rehab this week, he can come back in November of next season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You basically hurt yourself um, the, the last game of the season. You're not coming back. The, at least yeah. maybe playoffs. <laughs> so maybe right before playoffs start, and uh, I mean OBJ, he's 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 had a career. He's he's had a there's stories everywhere. But and and on top of that, he had to he had to spend years with the Giants and Browns, and still found a way to be a champion. Mm-hmm. So I think I think you can be happy about that. Shit, and, the Giants and Browns was able to stay relevant. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think OBJ, Aaron Donald, Sean McVay. Like I said, you you kind of have to follow the Rams uh, team to see all the changes that are going to happen if changes are going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So. Man, imagine retiring at thirty five as a coach, thirty six as a coach. He's not. I, I just cannot see that. Like, because I. I you, you already been to two Super Bowls, bro. And other and other than the Niners, you do pretty well against other teams. Like <laughs> so. it's it's because it's because I think McVay also knows like this this was a temporary group. They sold souls to oh, get they, this yeah, ring. They sold souls. <laughs> they, they, they sold souls. So I don't know if he wants to be there when the team blows up or when it looks completely different and he knows it's not a Super Bowl caliber team. And on top of that, like they asked him about it, and his answer was. It's a little sketch. Like it reminded me of of the quote when they asked him about Jared Goff when Jared Goff was still on the team, but it was right before the Matthew Stafford trade. Uh, trade. Yeah. They asked him about Goff, and he was like, "Uh, yeah, he he's our quarterback right now. Right, like right now, the second. Yeah, sure, he's our. Yeah, he's sure, our quarterback. he's our quarterback." <laughs> 
<laughs> and so when they asked him about uh, when they asked him about his retirement, he just said, "You know, we'll, we'll see. I'm just enjoying the moment right, right now. now." Yeah, I'm still a coach. Right now, <laughs> I uh, I'm just My enjoying contract. the moment right now. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm smacked right now. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking blasted. I'm blasted. Um, I got another question for you guys. So I don't know if you guys seen this, but Richard, I think he said it on Twitter. Richard Sherman came out and did a couple of tweets, and he said that we we we're too quick to give people the the Hall of Famer like pass like be like this guy's a hall of famer and he basically said that what Matthew Stafford did in the playoffs was was good but it wasn't nothing amazing like he went like he, he yeah. went out he went a ring it was mainly his um defense and you know he he made mistakes and it was able to be covered up but like to say he's in the hall of fame is like kind of like just too much to him so um oh wait that, this was Richard Sherman right yeah so okay, yeah. My question is now me like I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Matthew Stafford part out of it because like I said I'm not gonna say anything to slander his name because I I think he's he's this 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 playoffs he's proved he he knows how to be clutch you know how to get it done so mm-hmm. my question to you guys is like what what qualifies you to be a Hall of Famer? Because I do agree with him, not on nothing he said about Stafford. Like, uh, what he said about Stafford, like, bro, you're just hating. But I do agree mm-hmm. with him on the sense of, I think sometimes we do, like, are quick to be like, oh, yeah, that guy's Hall of Fame. And it's like, okay, well, are you sure? Like, what has he really done? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I, I somewhat agree with, with Sherman. And then, if we're just specifically talking about Matthew Stafford, um, you can't have an argument both ways. You can, and like because because of what I touched on earlier, um, Stafford can get it done, but you have to have a great defense. Um, so it's not all him. He's he's not the main reason why your team was successful. Now, if let's say Josh Allen beat the Chiefs in the end. Uh, got to the Super Bowl and then played uh, at the same level that he played versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. You you can uh, then you can hella say like, "Yo, Josh Allen, like if he if he does that again or if he gets a second ring, like you could you could definitely make a case that he's a Hall of Famer because he he he's playing lights out. Like you can clearly see that he is it is the quarterback position that is carrying that team. Yeah. Um. With Matthew Stafford, I don't see that. I, I with Matthew Stafford, I see I see a quarterback that can be clutch in clutch moments, but he has to have a great team around him at the same time. Um, I don't think he elevates everybody else around him like like a Tom Brady. Tom Brady, um, he has like he had many versions of a Patriot team. You're gonna have that when you're in the league twenty years. Your team isn't gonna stay the same. Um, so the fact that Tom Brady was able to get these new guys in and, and a bunch of nobodies before playoffs hit and Super Bowl were like, who's that? You know, but in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl, Tom Brady made those people into somebody because, uh, of the, of the type of leader that he was. And that's why Tom Brady is a hall of famer. So I don't know. I, I think, but also if you make the, the case for Brett Favre to be a hall of famer, then you you have to kind of talk about Matthew Stafford a little bit too. 
See that that's what I'm saying. To you guys, what 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 makes a Hall of Famer Hall of Famer? Because it's like the Eli situation. I can easily make a case why Eli should not be a Hall of Famer, but I can make a case why he could be. You know what I mean? Like Okay, if Eli if Eli did what he did one time, if it was a one time thing where he met the GOAT, like he was an average team in this in the season, met the GOAT in the Super Bowl, beat him, and did that once in his whole career, I can be more on the argument of like fine, leave Eli out of the Hall of Fame. Like it was an anomaly year. He got his he got his one dub. But the fact that he met the GOAT twice in the Super Bowl and both Super Bowls he had to make some type of clutch ass play or clutch throw to win those games. Then you can start going on the 50 50 line and, and making the argument that, yo, like maybe Eli does kind of deserve to be there. See that, that brings my question of, so what, what, so is it for you? Is it Super Bowls, Super Bowl wins? That I, makes it because other than those two Super Bowl wins, every other season, Eli's been garb. Let's be real. <laughs> I think. For me, I think it weighs a lot how many Super Bowls you've been to, how many you've won, and what you did in those games. Um, for my own opinion, mm-hmm. that that's how I would evaluate. Like, yeah, I think this person deserves to be in the Hall of Fame and and deserves to be remembered forever. Um, but yeah, I I, I think I, that's just my criteria. What what do you think, Spuddy? Well, it goes on about Alculate. I- Alculades, kind of like what Richard Sherman mentioned, you know, because Super Bowl is going to be one thing, but then again, if we're talking about Super Bowls, then Dan Marino should not be in the the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, mm. but it's it's how you elevate your team to Alculades. I do, if I want to consider like All Pro as an Alculade, I would say yeah, that's that's a that's a big deal because like it's almost like winning MVP just of your position. If you're like a first team, all, um, all pro. Yeah. You know, if you're constantly, you know, all pro like every year, despite, you know, you making the playoffs or even, you know, making it a super bowl, I feel like, okay, you're pretty big deal type of quarterback, you know? Yeah. It shows mm-hmm. that you, you put in work yeah. in, in regular season. It's just, you know, it's a team sport mm-hmm. and your team might not be mm-hmm. good enough to get it done with. Now, I don't count Pro Bowl, Pro, Pro Bowl that much because, you know, some people back out and now you're a Pro Bowler now, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, you know, yeah, It's yeah. fan vote, yeah. too. So sometimes, you know, you might not you might not be liked, but Matthew Stafford apparently only has one Pro Bowl. You know? Mm, yeah, so you, yeah. he, he lacks in the accolades, but then you start going in the record books. Where does he lie in the record books? Like, what placement is he at in the current... Um, you know, where, where, where's, where's he at? You start looking at those things now. Yeah. Even with this Super Bowl, do I consider Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? Probably not. I, yeah, Ooh. I don't. Probably not. I don't. Personally. Now, I don't want to yeah. get it. I, like, I don't like talking about, you know, if he's a Hall of Famer now or not. But since we're brought, brought on the subject, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Just because um, I look at the accolades, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, he's this, 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 that, and the third. But I mean, there's just a lot more quarterbacks in the eras that are, that you prefer over him. I feel like, oh, we, yeah. like, like, like we've gotten to that point where like he's good, but 
there's so many other quarterbacks I'd prefer over Matthew Stafford. You could say he could say not gonna five off the bat. Yeah, <laughs> because I I also look at who like the talent that's been around him. He's had Megatron, and his connection with Megatron kind of like you know bumped his stats because he would just chuck it and. Oh yeah, but I say let's be real. With Megatron, you could just be like, "Bro, go deep. I'll throw it up there. Go and, get it." And that's what he did. <laughs> that's what he did with the triple coverage. You, oh yeah, you ain't gonna throw in triple coverage unless it's Megatron, but because he's gonna jump up and get it. Yeah. And, and then with this team here, I mean, he was he was put in the perfect storm with weapons all around him. Mm-hmm. You know, I bet you Jared Goff takes takes him in the playoffs, but at the same time, I, I mean, you need a good quarterback to yeah. Yeah, Jagoff takes you to the playoffs, but he, those game winning drives, he doesn't complete some of those. Maybe one, no. but not, not three in a row. Like. No. No, <laughs> yeah. Like 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 you, you do need a really good quarterback to win the Super Bowl. And that's what Matthew yeah. Stafford was in this team. But Or just a beast ass different you know, defense because you know we got the trend different yeah. situation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, oh, and Chicago. Yeah. Remember Chicago went Rex Grossman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to, to bring up your point about Brett Favre, so the thing about Brett Favre, if he came out the same year as Matthew Stafford, I bet you he's not a Hall of Famer. I mm. bet you he's he's mm. not a Hall of Famer if he came out this yeah. year. It's the era that Brett Favre came out to that certain point is the reason why he's a Hall of Famer. You also got to yeah. you also got to know the era of the time of when each person came out and things like that because yeah. I really think that plays a big role into who's a Hall of Famer or not. True, true. Because if Matthew Stafford... I mean, Stafford, if, Dan, if Dan Romino played in our time right now, you think he'd be a Hall of Famer? Um, Probably. Because people are going to be like, this fucker needs weapons. <laughs> <laughs> fucker was Dol- good. Hey, hey Dol- <laughs> Dolphins didn't give a shit about Dan Marino. <laughs> <laughs> man, that oh, that man, man should have won a ring. Because the thing is, if he if you know if he didn't even get to the Super Bowl, or, you know, win a Super Bowl, you know, and he still made the Hall of Fame, you got to be that. You got to be pretty good. Oh yeah, no, I was about to say like I feel like if you don't win a Super Bowl it, to get in the Hall of Fame, you got to be consistently just beast mode every year. Yeah, like. Yeah, he was the reason why the Dolphins are relevant when he was in, in, the, in the league. Now, yeah. for, for the Packers, for the Packers with Brett Favre, I mean, that's hit and miss. Yeah, you know. But if Matthew Stafford came out in the same year Brett Favre did, who I think maybe he makes the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's a weird thing to kind of go by. Because yeah. people start, you know, you start comparing certain players to the fucking past players. And it's like, you can't fucking do that. Two different mm-hmm. eras. Two different eras. Two different builds, you know? That's why I don't like when, especially in basketball, when they do it, like, let's compare this guy to this guy. I'm like, bro, he played in the 80s. Yeah. Like, that's a totally different time era of basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you, like, you got to realize, like, how we're talking. And, you know, you got to look at the things that aren't measurable. You know, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess I guess it's just about did you dominate your era? Yeah. Were you able to? Were you able to consistently? Yeah. Did you consistently dominate your era and the 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 meta that was in place at that time? Were you able to dominate? Yeah. Were you yeah. a big fucking deal <clears throat> during your era? Yeah. 
and Bring her. and and uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, Matthew Stafford, he, he's a deal. He just ain't a big deal. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. yeah. All right, then I, I, I like these discussions. Um, before we get up out of here, I need for both of you guys. I'll start with Spuddy this time. Give me a quick uh, little description of what you thought this season was, this football season. Pain. <laughs> Hurting <laughs> deeply. <laughs> Don't worry, we're getting Russell Wilson next year, bro. Pain. <clears throat> Even even come, with our record, come man, August, man. Russell Wilson's the Cowboys. I'm calling it. You calling it? <laughs> calling it. Well, we're still gonna lose. In the <laughs> All right, spe- speaking of Russell Wilson, did you see that man sitting right next to Roger Goodell having a whole conversation? Oh, yeah. I, I, hey, I bro, can you do jokes. anything to get me out of Seattle, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. I know, I know, you're not leaning in saying, "Hey, what did you think of the second quarter? Do you think this nah. is a good?" You're not talking hey, about hey, that Russell, shit. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, so you know that Tom Brady's retired, so you're gonna need another golden child. What better like, than me? Hey, I'm a man of God. Hey, hey he's, like, he's like, he's like, market. He said, Kamish, I'm working on. I've been working on the script for the 2022 season. Like, I, I want you to hear it. That <laughs> <laughs> so, so What do you think? <laughs> so, so get this. I go to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys win their first Super Bowl in a long ass time. And he does like no. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop you right there. <laughs> he's like, bro, fuck off. Go get me out. Like, I'll take the Browns instead. How about that? <laughs> Anything. Yeah, that that was odd. I, I honestly and genuinely curious no why Wilson was that. having a meeting. No one in the household like that. Yeah, yeah. nobody. Um, Francis, you're uh, you're. Uh, you're I think this everything. season. This season was a good display of the transition. Uh the transition between the, Ooh, the new transition. The new, like yeah. The new faces of the league, the up and coming talent, and then our childhood heroes uh falling. <laughs> and um, I mean I mean Ben Roethlisberger wasn't my childhood hero, but he was one of the greats of, of my era when growing up watching football and, and man was it painful to watch watch him. Um, I like how we did a whole episode talking about Brady and we're just like, yeah, fuck Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even mention it. <laughs> like, no, I got the cat going on during Roethlisberger. Uh, I mean, no, I, I still feel some type of... I, it's like, I never liked the guy for so... Like, I just... He was annoying to me um, as far as, like, his play. So I, I was never a fan of Roethlisberger, but I did respect his abilities. Um... But yeah, that that's what I saw this season. Is is we're seeing the new wave of talent come in and the old wave of talent on their way out. And yeah, it's going to be exciting football for these next five years. Seeing these these young guys come up. Yep, yep. Um, I think the word I would use is fun. I, I, other than the other than the Cowboys just ripping my heart out, which I'm used to. Like I literally have a hole in my chest just so they can reach in and grab it. You know. Um, <laughs> So other than the Cowboys being the Cowboys, it was a fun season, I thought. Really, a lot of, it especially was. towards the end, you know what I'm saying? All those teams fighting, that Raiders-Chargers game, will they, won't they tie, like, Chargers charging. <laughs> Dolphins winning seven straight. Yeah, trying to make, trying seven to, straight. <laughs> yeah. 
Carolina's up and down season. The the the, the Heineken train. All of it was fun. It was a oh, fun yeah. Season. It was um, a great season. And you know we'll be we'll be back next year for more shenanigans. Um, yes, sir. We'll keep you posted in the off season though. We ain't gonna be just completely quiet. You know you'll see us during the draft time, baby. You know you'll see us for all those off season stories. If the blind Flores story gets any. Juicy. More juice to it, yeah. More cheese, me. You know, we'll see. <laughs> um, yes, any last words you want to say, dude. boys, before we get out of here? Uh, thank you for rocking with us this whole this whole season. I think what uh this first season that we did this podcast, we as a, as a total, we almost dished out a hundred episodes so far. Or are we at a hundred? We're at the, not off. We're in the nineties. Oh, we're gonna do something special yeah. for the hundred episode. Like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta do that one live if we can. We gotta. Yeah, but um, hey, thank you for rocking with us. It's you know, uh, we've we've had a lot of fun doing this, and we're gonna continue doing this. So we hope you guys continue to follow us, and uh, and watch watch this this channel grow. Um, I think we have a lot of fun talking about football and and basketball and DraftKings and all that stuff. So. Thank you guys. It's been a great season and stay tuned because we do got a lot of news in the off season coming. All right, buddy. Oh, I mean, not really anything because you'll hear from us in a, in a week when our basketball review, but to conclude the NFL season, shit got rough for all my betters out there. We will prevail. We will <laughs> we fucking will prevail. prevail. We We're going to win. We we believe that we are going to win. We believe that we could win. We believe, we believe. that we could win. Yeah. Um, next season, I expect our bets to go up higher. We're going to make some more moolah. And yes, next sir. season, uh, Cowboys win it all. Thank you very much. Bye. I'm Spuddy. I'm out for Super Bowl episode. <laughs> all right, y'all. You already know the vibes just like the buddy Francis said, thank you guys for rocking with us all season. It's been a great season, a lot of ups and downs. Hopefully you guys won a lot of DraftKings money. We'll be coming back next year with even harder stats, hopefully better winner win percentage. Um, yeah, we are the Buds and Sports. Make sure you guys subscribe. Make sure you follow. We are on all your podcast channels. Um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, the Pod Pod, Podanese. Um, what else are we on? The Pods and the Guns. Um, what? I'm making all the. I'm making all those up. <laughs> the last one was crazy. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you for rocking. As always, we are the Butter Sports, and we are out of here.